This episode is recorded on Jar Jar Wurrung country and we want to pay our respects to the original creatives of this land and their elders past, present and future. Welcome back to the Country Creatives Podcast with Caleb and Reese. We have got an excellent little snippet for you today, the little snip we call it. It's a shorter episode, that, but we are going to be talking about the why and why you need to identify your why. So, Reese, why don't you explain to us what is the why? Why, yeah. Why do you do what you do? Why are you passionate to be a creative? Why do you want to turn your creativity into a business? These are all slight variations of why, um, and each person might have different whys that they're trying to identify. <laughs> totally. Yeah, so why why do you need to identify your why? Why is it important to know why you do what you do? Yeah, There's so many layers to this, Caleb, Um, and I'm sure most people are probably fairly aware of this as kind of a workshopping um, topic that, you know, you always go through in those personal development kind of things. But first off, if you want to be a creative um, in the industry, what kind of jobs are you going to take on? What do you care about? What do you actually want to work on? And if you can figure out why you want to work on these particular types of things, you can really start to filter your opportunities and say yes to the things that are going to progress you as a business and as a person that feed into your interests. And yeah, you can start to direct your career in the way you want to direct it. What else? What other, what other benefits are there in understanding the why? It's, it's really important. If you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, you're kind of a bit aimless and without a purpose, people kind of fail. <laughs> without purpose and without that drive and that goal they and that reason for being, they, they just kind of peter out. So if you're in this creative journey for the long haul uh, and you want to actually create a life around being uh, a successful creative and getting paid for it, then you really need to know your why and you need to be able to clearly communicate it when asked about it or when you're introducing, you know, your creative practice in yourself. That kind of leads to purpose, which leads to really happiness in life and work. It's big. Yeah, and what I like about, you know, in having my own business and working with other people who have their own businesses in the creative industry is you've got the opportunity to align your objectives and your goals, not only with your creative interests, but also with just your life goals. Like, let's just say I want to work part-time and have three-day weekends, and that's because I value uh, – my spare time and my ability to go on holidays, whatever it is, like that could be thrown in as a why you do what you do. I'm a creative because I want to have flexible hours. We'll probably get into this a little bit deeper at the end, but uh, a fun game to play is the why game. So you say you want to have, uh, you know, uh, flexible working hours. The the why game is you get someone else to say, hey, Reese, why? Why do you want to have flexible working hours? All right. Well, why do I want to have flexible working hours? Because I like to get away I like to get away from my home environment and mix up my surroundings. Why do you like doing that? I think it usually helps me become more inspired and I can put work to one side and I can absorb my surroundings and it feeds into my creative creativity. Why is it important to put work aside and focus on yourself as a creative? 
Mm, yeah, that's a good one. I was I thought I'd answered the question without you being able to ask me another question, but th- thanks for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just go until you can't you until you go. I'm no, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my last read. Yeah, yeah. my last answer. Well, I think it's important because. Um, it helps me come up with more original ideas. Cool. Yeah, and that's like that's like the why game. You, you know, I could keep going on that forever. And the value of it is that you get to a stage and you verbalize things that you probably never verbalized before. Because you know, at the start, will you'll have things on the surface like you know, I want I want a good work life balance. That's an outcome, not a reason. That that's not a why. That's an outcome of a why. You will have a work life balance, but a why gets down to I believe something. I believe that I will be happier and more at peace with my life if I have time to rejuvenate and fear, you know, and and spend time to myself rather than doing you know, all this work. And that can even get down to a big, a big why. We, you believe, you, I mean, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth, Reese, but, you know, you might believe that society will function better if people don't work so much. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You can go big with your why. And I think that's really important is to go big with what drives you as a person and what kind of change you want to see in the world. Like they're great whys if you can have something that revolves around that. And that kind of leads into the... I think one of the most important things when we're bringing the the reason that it's so important to discover your why and and write it down, kind of record it in a business sense is because it informs your marketing and your brand. And people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. We'll we'll unpack this a little bit, but um, I didn't come up with it. It was Simon Sinek. He's an amazing thinker. If you haven't ever heard of Simon Sinek, then I don't know what rock you've been living under but you need to get out of out from under it um and youtube this dude he is uh phenomenal but the people don't buy what you do they buy why you do it at the at the core this kind of means that people want to have a deeper meaning behind their purchases they don't want to just buy stuff because they need stuff that's surface level it's superficial people are hungry for meaning and that uh, is reflected in how they spend their money and how they spend their time. So if you're you're offering a service or offering a product, um, let's bring make it creative. If you're offering offering a creative service, it's even more important to be able to communicate why you do what you do because creativity is so linked to a deeper meaning. If we take a piece of artwork, for example, it's got a deeper meaning behind it off, often. Mm, um, Caleb, can you give me give me the example of your business? Um, so do you have a why? Yeah, we definitely do. And it took us so long to come up with it. <laughs> Go on and shoot it to me. Okay, so this that we, we call this our, our, um, our guiding principles. So our why is made up of a couple of different things, but our, it, you know, it's, it's often referred to as a, as a mission statement. Uh, so I'll read it to you. It's easy to be overwhelmed with the world of online video. Coming up with fresh ideas that engage is hard and producing videos that don't live up to expectations can be frustrating. At Hebron Films, we help regional businesses perform on the world stage using strategic online video. 
our experience and knowledge allow clients to feel understood and confident that their video content will have an impact in their business and impress their peers. Wow. That's cool, mate. So that's our mission statement. The why behind it is the sentence that informs that and which is, we believe that life is too short to create videos that don't do anything. Life is too short to create videos that don't do anything. Okay. How did you come to that? Like, I know these things take a long time, like you mentioned, and I can totally relate to that. The why I do what I do has taken several years to sort of dial in on and a lot of um, time and effort to, d- to get to that point. Yeah, look, it takes a lot of self-awareness really to dig into what matters most to you, what's most important to you, like why do you do what you do? And a lot of people can't say that straight off. They go, oh, I don't know, I just enjoy it. Well, that's, you know, that that's not the real reason. That might be the only reason you can come up with now, but there is a deeper reason behind why you do. You may not know what it is or how to communicate it, but there is something in you that is a value um, and you believe, uh, look at the world a certain way and that influences why, you know, what you value, what you find important and what you do. So how we came to this, um, we actually used a, a process and a course that was developed by a guy called Donald Miller. Don Miller is an, oh man, he's the author of Story Brand, absolute legend. Um, but he's got a, a kind of an online business university thing called a Business Made Simple. And one of his mini courses is a guiding principles course. So it, it leads you through a process of recording your mission statement, your key characteristics, critical actions, and your story. That's probably going to sound like gobbledygook to most people because you don't know what it is. But it's a process of coming up with the why. And then being able to communicate it in a in a mission statement, which is, you know, helps inform your marketing. And, and that's something that you can say to people when they say, hey, what do you do? What do you do for a living? Instead of saying, oh, yeah, I make videos. That's kind of boring. <laughs> Some people go, oh, that's, you know, that's interesting. You know, it's creative. So that's interesting on that level. But, you know, I don't, I don't have any connection to that. You know, like, cool, you make videos, great. Nobody cares. It can also be really tricky, Caleb, to separate the what you do with the why you do. Big time. And um, that takes a lot of thinking to dial in on that level. So to develop my why for Nacho Station, I actually did the uh, incubator course in 2020 through the Emporium Creative Hub. Um, And that was awesome. Some really great facilitators running that. Lisa Tori from Bendigo, as well as um, Minds at Work, who jumped in as guest facilitators. And that was amazing. I actually came up with a handful of sort of statements that I thought were all the why, but I um, I had some feedback from a from a graphic designer, Patrick Thompson from Blunt Agency. He said, dude, they're not all whys. They're like, some of them are the what, and some of them are the mission statement. And so I was able to dial in even deeper. And so my, my why, I think, this is my why. This is my current why. And I think these things, they always change, right? Like they don't have to be stagnant. Yeah, it's a living thing. But uh, my why is to facilitate the growth of creative communities in regional Australia. Ooh, that's big. That's to do with my personal standpoint of 
country creative living and uh, having lived in a regional setting that was uh, not as creative as it is today, I kind of want to ha- take my position and give more opportunities to country people to do creative things, whether it's to get them into working full-time as creatives or just experiencing it or, uh, you know, they can use it to benefit their life in a bunch of different ways. That's the, the why, I think, and it relates back to my personal my personal experience of growing up in the country as a creative person. And then so I was like, oh, that's cool. I've dialed in on the why. The other one that I had that I used to think was the why, which is not really, is um, bridging the gap between bureaucracy and creativity. So as a middle person, I'm speaking creative language and I'm also speaking corporate language and I'm, I'm sort of the conduit in the middle between a creative and a business. But that's not really why I do it. That's more of a what I do, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's such a challenging thing. I love what your why says to me is that you're doing this to contribute to the growth and health of communities. And that's so powerful. Like we, that's something that like when I was saying, you know, what you, when you introduce what you do at like a networking event, if you say that to someone, they're like, man, I value that as well. I really want to help regional communities grow and thrive and contribute to the health. We have alignment. And you may be talking to an engineer or you may be talking to an architect or you may be talking to someone in local government, but suddenly you've connected on your on the the big picture level, the why level, and then that only leads to collaboration. Mm, yeah, cool. So that's cool. We've given our examples of sort of uh, how we've reached our whys, and it's pretty obvious that these things don't happen overnight. So what are some tips for people listening of how they can start to develop their why? Mm. So uh, your why really comes from your personal values and what you believe about the world and what you want to contribute to. So the way I would suggest starting that is making a list of your your values or how you want to be, um, you know, what you bring to your creative practice, what you believe about um, interaction with people and, and, and all those type of things. Your values are a really good starting point and an indication of, uh, like a yeah, starting point on the road to finding out your deeper why. And, you know, you may come up with it really quickly, but, you you know, it may, it may be a, quite a journey, which it, it is for most people. Reese, how did you start out? I would say that talking to people was the biggest benefit to me and not just like talking to my mum or whatever because they always kind of just agree and they think, oh, yeah, amazing or whatever, or they don't get it you know, parents and family, it can be, they can be a bit too close, but I've spoken to some um, friends who are in the industry um, or similar injuries, industries to me. And when I'm, I'm spit firing all these different thoughts and themes and ideas, and they kind of, they can help you sort of digest it and, and reconfigure it and see it from a subjective perspective of like, oh, okay, you're saying this, but what I'm hearing is this. And so that can be a, a really, val- that was a really valuable way for me to start to dial in and identify what it was I was actually saying in a more succinct way. Those conversations went on for probably six months to a year of me just trying to figure it out in a non-formal setting. But what actually got it over the line and I was able to write it down in a, in a sentence was doing some professional development, like a structured professional development um, course, which I mentioned before what it was. Um, 
and that's it just really makes you dedicate the time to thinking about these things and actioning them yeah that's a big thing like that uh, i i'm very similar in that i you know i didn't do it all myself i um used a professional development yeah tool um in the in the online course that i mentioned and that's i think there is something in that like you you need that outside perspective or that that structure to keep you accountable to actually going on the journey it's hard to go on a journey if you don't know what that journey is <laughs> if you don't have a map if you don't have a map that's <laughs> that's better so yeah that that um that professional course just gives you personal professional development course gives you that guide that um that that map of how how you are going to get to the outcome which is finding out your why and that that often involves that similar things to that why game where you say this is what i do but you know why and why is that important why is that important to you Mm. um i'd love to hear any feedback from people on how they discovered their why um and if there's any suggestions around good uh resources tips tactics then uh please drop us a line we would love to sort of mention a few of these things. I'd love to also hear if you've come up with a why. I want to. I want to hear your one sentence why. Because even if we're talking with, um, I'm talking with Reese. I'm I'm going back to my why and going. That uh, could probably. Uh, there's probably a deeper reason there. <laughs> so, mm. as we said before, your your why and your mission statement and all these things they should really be living documents that are ever growing and and deepening. People are not stagnant. We we grow and we develop and and we evolve. So, these things should evolve with us. Yep, and it's okay. It's okay for them to change too. Yep. Definitely don't think about this as a locked in nah. thing. You know, you're not committed to this for life. But having a, a short term commitment to a why, it definitely helps you inform your marketing and your branding and your messaging and who you're contacting. Like it really, without the why, where are you going to start? It's like um, throwing darts in the dark. You, you're never really going to hit the bullseye. That was our snippet number two on identifying the why you do what you do. Thanks for tuning in and uh, please do get in touch with us and leave some feedback about your why Um, and we'd really love to do a bit of a shout out to some of those in the future. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. You've been listening to the Country Creatives Podcast with Reese Hendy and Caleb Maxwell. It's produced by Amy Chapman with the wonderful support of the Emporium Creative Hub in Mitchell Street, Bendigo. If you'd like to listen to past episodes, subscribe to future ones, or maybe contact Reese and Caleb, you'll find everything you need at emporiumcreativehub.com.au slash podcast. A new episode drops every two weeks, so we look forward to joining you really soon.